Welcome back to the Bring Knowledge Podcast. Um, well, the Bring Knowledge Podcast is a podcast founded by Talise Coleman to bring voices from Harrisburg, Philadelphia, and the surrounding areas to talk about major topics, upcoming artists, community events, and so much more. Every episode we have will feature at least one guest to talk about themselves, what they've been through, and how they get to where they are now. So today is very special because we don't have one guest. We have two guests. Yes. Our first guest is a singer, songwriter, activist, and one of four members of the Philly Showcase team. Yes. Give it up for Jada. Woo! What's up, Jada? Hi, Jada. How you doing? <laughs> How are you guys? I'm feeling good. I'm chilling. All right. Our second guest has a huge resume. <clears throat> he is a photographer, videographer, YouTuber, songwriter, director, actor, writer, and the list goes on. He's also a part of the Philly Showcase team as well. So let's welcome Jamir. You're... What's up, everybody? What's up, Jamir? What is up? So first, um, we're going to do like a check-in, uh, see how's everybody feeling today and what's been going on in the week. Um, you know, since the week has been a, a lot, um, you know, because I wouldn't have walked up in the Capitol building, but, you know, some people have. So <laughs> let's just see how everybody doing. Um, we, we can start with Jada. Thank you. You know, it has been a hard week. We just started 2021 on like a rough start so far. But I just hope that we can like bring the positivity, bring the energy back and get people aware of what's really going on in the world. So yeah, that's how I feel about everything. It's crazy out here, literally. I agree. Exactly. How about you, Jamie? So me lately, I've been tired. I don't know, the time is something different now. It just like, Days be longer, then some days be shorter. It's just so confusing now. But um, overall, I've been okay. You know, it's been better days, but it also been worse days. So I'm living. 
Yes, definitely. You know, word of the day is like, I'm grateful. Uh, so I'll go. Um, I've been chilling lately, you know. I, I feel like I've been tired too. Like I've been tired like every single day. But, you know, life is life and you got to keep working, keep grinding, you know. We got, you know, something special coming up next month and we got something special coming up uh, next week. So, you know, we just been up and grinding. This is, that's just what we do. Yes, yes. Man, I'll tell you what, though. I'm excited for what's to happen next week with Philly Showcase, man. I've been waiting since the summertime. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of huge surprises. Like it's, it's, it's going down. Like I'm really excited. I mean, speaking of like this just being a crazy week, everything that's going on at the Capitol, like uh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta say, you gotta say something about this. Like this is just crazy, y'all. Uh, I'm just sitting here laughing at the memes. The memes are this. The memes for me. Like I saw, I saw a video where the police guy was like letting the people come in. Like he was really directing them. Like, yo, come on. I was like. But I'll get a gun pointed in my head. But okay, if you say so. Yeah, we definitely saw two different types of Americas that day, for sure. sure. Where one doesn't get their way because they lost and they don't know how to lose, right? Because they didn't have gym class properly, or and then us, you know, we just was marching because we think our lives matter, and then you know, we get all these armed guards and everything. This is really confusing. It's just, you can, it's really reality. I was really watching like, yo, this is actually history. Like you're really going to like, a, how do you go into a government building? Like that doesn't make sense. The It's, it's the bravery and the audacity for me, honestly. <laughs> anyway, yeah. moving on. Got, yes, we have two special guests like they are. Very special. Um, so Jada, um, I said in the introduction, singer, songwriter, uh, activist. But when you hear singer, you don't really think about Jada because you don't put your talent out there enough. Why do you think that is? You know, I feel as though, well, now it's 2021. So I want to hopefully do better with that. Hold on, hold on. I want to hopefully do better with that, you know, and everything. So me and Jamar was actually working on a song to put out, but we got to finish it. So hopefully that can come to light. But yeah, overall, I'm going to get better at playing it out and dancing too, you forgot. But both dancing and singing and stuff. My bad. Come on, I forgot. So I'm going to uh, hop around. To Jamir, um, I said that you were a photographer, videographer, YouTuber, songwriter, director, actor, writer. Um, so with photography and videography, right? So with you being a photographer, how has that changed your, the way that you look at things? Um, that's a good question. I never got asked that question before, but um, I just 
my photography is just kind of like a outlet for me. So like, I look at the world basically how it is. Like, I don't even know how people look at things, but they don't they mind try to make up for something else. If you get what I'm trying to say, but me, I just see the raw world. I see how the world is. I accept how it is. And I don't try to change it. I just take what it presents me, and I just make it bearable for me. If that makes sense. Right. I see what you're saying. I, I see what you're saying. And has has photography has that opened your eyes to do different things, such as you know doing you know videography and youtube and stuff like that like has that had an effect on you wanting to do those things um i just love the camera i, love, I just love the idea of a camera i just i don't know i'm just fantasized about how a little machine can like produce so much so i guess you can say that photography with my eyes about it but basically i filmed the camera before i filmed photography so like whatever came with the camera i wanted to do it Okay, I said, okay, that's a good analogy. Um, so back to Jada, which is you're singing and dancing, I forgot. Um, so like with singing, what made you want to sing? Like, were you like, what opened your eyes to like, okay, I want to sing? Well, basically the life I've had since I was a kid, like I'm 17 now, so like I'm coming into a young adult. I feel like music was my outlet to express my feeling and my emotion, like everything that I felt. So if I couldn't, cause I was bad at using my words, if you couldn't tell, cause now I'm open about everything. But back then I used to stumble over what I would say and be like nervous and scared. But with music, I feel like I can get everything I feel in a one song. So like it makes me feel better about like my whole situation, everything I've been through. So yeah. I would I would say I am, but I would also say I'm getting there, if that makes sense. Because I'm still new to this whole process of, you know, the visual and art of, you know, everything. But I'm definitely getting there. Like when I write scripts and stuff also, I like try to picture the things going on in my mind. So I guess you can say that, but also I feel like I have a lot of improvement to get to that. Yeah, well, practice makes perfect, right? And I've seen your work, um, the things you posted on Instagram, I'm impressed. Um, one of the photos, my favorite um, is the one of Cortez, of course. And he is like standing and it kind of looks like, um, like if you're on a highway or something. Yeah, bridge. It gave me like Philly vibes, just like driving into Philly where you see all the graffiti and things like that. Where were you guys when you took that photo? Is so where I live is a, so it's train tracks and there's a bridge right there where you go up the steps and I, so I had a red hoodie on and then I was like I see red graffiti and it has camera so we just took that picture. But that you know, see really with, with me, I hate getting bossed around. He just told me to do different things. I just was like, you know what, yo. <laughs> 
That's awesome. Speaking again, like bossed around type of, you know, in that type of sense, uh, for Jamir, you know, I also said director and actor and writer and stuff like that. And when I hear these terms, some people say that they do this, right? They do, they're a director and a writer and an actor because they feel in control. Um, is that something that you like, like to do is be in control of you? Uh, not just not just in the small picture of just in what you're doing, but of your life. Like, do you like being in control of your life and doing what you like to do? So, I mean, I don't want to come off as like you know controlling or anything of that such, but I do like to, you know, be in charge of what happens with me personally. So, like, if I'm a part of something and it's a whole bunch of other people, I want to take in charge of what's going to happen with me. Like, I kind of, like, the whole idea of, like, work and stuff, like, I hate just being told what to do because I like doing, like, I like doing what I like to do in the way I like to do it. So, I'm not necessarily taking charge of other people, but I do take charge of me. That's called entrepreneurship brains right there i was gonna say um art director all right all right jada have you ever worked oh you know you have you said you and jamie are working on a song right now what is that like what are the vibes in the studio with writing like what's going on behind the scenes so me and Jamir knew each other for like a long time. So we both know like each other's personalities and like what each other don't like and what we like very much. So I feel like working with Jamir, we understand each other. Like we think almost the same. So it's like just positivity and the words that I can't get out to like portray them all on like a notebook and get everything that I mean to say without me saying it. So it's like, just, I don't know. It's just super cool. Wow, that is so cool. Ooh, I'm getting chills. I'm excited for the work you guys are going to put out. What do you have to say, Cortez? I know you've been around. Yeah, yo, I'm I'm really, I'm actually really excited about this because them two together, it just, it combines, it comes together as in, it's like an effect. It's like a positivity effect because both of them are very smart. They know everything and that's why I put them both on my team, like for Philly Showcase. It's just they they so creative, but they're so different, which makes it ten times better. Like they they had they two different people with two different personalities, but they're both so creative and smart, which makes them, you know, amazing human beings. I wouldn't say that on a regular basis though, so don't don't ever think I'm gonna say that ever again though. I'm uh, just, uh, I'm so serious. <laughs> but yeah. yeah that's good uh you guys seem like y'all have a really really tight relationship that's dope because you don't see that now like and a lot of different um generations like this is really really pure and you can tell it's not forced or anything and that's also like a great feeling when it comes to being a creative you want to just kind of vibe and go with the flow and feel like, like for me as, as being a singer, um, anytime I stepped into the studio, if me and the producer did not vibe, if he's trying to make me sound like 
Jennifer Hudson when I'm not a Jennifer Hudson voice, we can't work together because you're trying to make me belt out something that I don't, I can't belt it out, okay? I'm a soft singer. It was like the same thing that Jamir was talking about. Uh, he yeah. said, like his self all into somebody else's, you know, like picture and stuff like that, which is like the same thing as like a producer to a singer. Like you don't want to bring yourself all into somebody else's like song and try to change it up and not like trying to go with the flow what they're trying to do. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Wow. Are there hard days for you guys? Are there some days where you just feel like you want to give up? How do you keep going? Um, definitely. Like, sometimes there's days where you're just, like, so unmotivated. Like, you don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to do nothing. You don't want to go to work. You don't want to go to school. Just nothing. But I feel like those days are what make the good days so much better. Because, like, like, let's say yesterday I was super sad and I couldn't do anything. But today, it just motivated me to, like, go to work, go get that money, go do this, go do that. Like, it makes me want to do so much better than what I did the day before. So every bad day makes up for the good days, I would say. Okay, so y'all got hustlers on your team, for sure. She said, wake up and get that money. I know that's right. What about you, John? So with me, the definition of a bad day, like quote unquote a bad day, is not existent no more because I've been through a lot worse. So like I've rolled through the storm. I've been through, you know, hurricanes, tornadoes. I've been through it all. So right now, these are just, you know, days that's not, you know, the best. And you're not gonna have a perfect day every day. So when them tough times, quote unquote, come, you just, you know, have to look at it a different way and just persevere. Awesome. Yeah. Honestly, like that, I feel the same exact way when it comes to waking up every day and continuously doing what I want to do. It's like, have to kind of just talk to yourself and say, okay, listen, this is what I want to do. So if I got to go to work, I got to go to work, period. And like you had, like that's just something like that. That's it's really hard. Like when you really don't feel like doing nothing. Like I could wake up at six o'clock in the morning and still don't want to join school at eight thirty in the morning. And it's like it's not just because I don't be feeling like doing nothing. I just know what's going to happen. Like I know everything. Like I feel like oh, I like you can feel what type of day that you're going to have, and that's that's also a reason like that you don't want to do nothing because you like everybody knows what how what type of day you're going to have as soon as you wake up. You either going to wake up on the left side or the right side, uh, and that's just how it is. But sometimes I'll be trying to roll over to the right when I'm on the left. Just give me an iced coffee. <laughs> Just have it sitting there waiting for you. Yeah. Um. Also, did like this is. I feel like it also had to do a lot about your mindset. It just like the way you think is the way it's gonna come because like if you just all wake up, start off like oh I'm gonna have a bad day, you're gonna have a bad day because you already you know having that mindset and the idea that you're gonna have a bad day. So the bad day just gonna come naturally. But if you try, if you do wake up in a bad mood, you can just like oh this is just for now. I'm gonna have a good day, and then your day will start to get better if you try to 
manifest that goodness of the day. That's definitely, yeah, that's definitely right. Because, like, when you saying stuff out loud, like, oh, this is going to be a bad day. Like, people really be correcting me, like, don't say that. Don't say that, because then it's going to be a bad day. Like, when you think of the positive things, like, oh, this is going to be a good day, it's going to be a good day, because that's in your mind. Nothing's going to bother you, because you are, like, you are excited about the day. You're positive. If you're one of the negative people that's like, oh, no, I don't really want to do this, or thinking that you're going to fail in something and not do good in something, that's what's going to happen. Just like you were saying, John Mary, like, you manifest what's going to happen. I think that's a powerful word, manifest, honestly, because like, and uh, you gotta believe in yourself, and you gotta, you gotta know that it's gonna happen if I make it happen, and um, yeah, yeah, guys, I just feel like it's just so many good vibes here. Like I'm just feeling so vibed out. And the thing is, so I just, I actually literally just got a call um, okay. from someone I wasn't expecting about. So, um, in like Ooh. a few minutes, the last member of my Philly Showcase team, um, he called me, he asked me what I was doing. Uh, and he said he wanted to join in a few minutes. It'll be way more uh, positive vibes. Um, he's a good guy. So I'll introduce him once he comes on. Um, okay. In our last in our last episode, we talked about uh, how mental health affected relationships and stuff like that. And I just wanted, since it was only me and, and me and you, Charlie, I wanted to see how Jamir and Jada felt. Like, how do you feel about mental health and it, its effect on relationships? Do you feel like is it is an effect? And if you do think, how do you think how do you think that uh, mental health affects relationships? And not relationships just as in you know boyfriend girlfriend, but like friendship relationships and family relationships, like all relationships. Jamir, you can start first. So I'm gonna start off about this. I feel like asking mental health either strongest stronger in a true relationship or just um kill a relationship that's not really there and the reason i say that is because if you have a true relationship with someone either if it's friend family whoever if they see that you're going through it and they still try to stick with you and still try to help you and help you grow as a person that's a true relationship that you have but if someone willing to give up on you i feel like that's not really a relationship that's meant for you because they're not trying to help you grow. They're not trying to help you strive. So I feel like mental health just either kill or strongens a relationship. I definitely agree with that. Um, for me, I would say like we're in depth because like I can't just like agree stuff. Uh, mental health is like a strong suit. Everybody is not everybody has their own way of thinking. One way that you might feel, I might not feel. And the people around you are like your strongest support system. And if they're not your strongest support system, why are they around? And like between friendships and relationships and even family, I've learned that you can't give everybody what you have because they'll take it for granted and then leave you in the dirt. While you're down and low and feeling hurt and sad and just going through everything, they will go ahead and not care about you and do what they want to do regardless. So I learned to focus on myself and you're like, yeah, I still be there for other people. And I'm usually putting everybody before I put myself, 
But sometimes you got to take yourself into consideration. Like, dang, I got to focus on my mental health and how I feel so I can help other people and better their lives. So when you get your life better at first, then you can go ahead and start building for other people. Right. And what I said was like mental health. And a lot of people like when I, when you hear mental health, they think of one thing. Right. But it's so many more things to mental health. It Like you can have like mental health is so many things. It's, you know, OCD, bipolar, PTSD, uh, depression, anxiety. There's so many like it's so many types of mental health and like people go through one or more. I feel like for me, like me personally, my opinion is I think everybody goes through at least one uh, type of mental health in their life. You, they might not realize it. It might, it might not be as bad as other people's mental health, but I feel like everybody goes through some type of mental health uh, problem in their life. Yeah, I myself deal with mental health as well. Like, as we mentioned in part one, um, we know that mental illness has been stigmatized since I was a teenager. I'm 28. Um, since I was a teenager, even, and it's still stigmatized to this day. Like, um, I don't think people realize how hard it is to get up and keep going and, you know, tell yourself every single day, I can do this. Like, you know, like even when you start off on a new project and you put it out there on Instagram or um, if you're a singer, Spotify, and nobody engages in your work, that mentally, I know the generation today can like really hurt you. And it's like, wow, all my friends are actually following me. They see this. Nobody's liked it. Nobody's tuned in, nobody's reposted. How do you guys feel when it comes to um, being an artist and or creative and putting your work out there and uh, not getting any feedback at all from the people you expected? So personally, I support everybody, like between like clothing brands and jewelry, singing, anything, rapping. I support everybody, whether it's reposting on my story or like giving them a shout out or anything. So I feel like this is why I haven't really uploaded any of my personal stuff because anytime I would do like small stuff, like just a clip of me singing, like I just want people to give me feedback. Like, do I like it? Do I need to change anything? If so, like, what can I do to better myself? Instead, like they skip past it, don't say nothing. And it's like, it dwell on me because it makes me think like this is why I don't put anything out there because I'm not going to get anything back in return, whether it's feedback or just anything. So yeah, it kind of is harsh. Yeah. So me personally, I wrote like at least three scripts in my life, uh, like three full shows, three different types of shows. And every time I try to, you know, make it come to life. The people that I invested in, that I put my trust in, you know, it always, you know, been an excuse or a letdown. So I feel like that also had to do with support. Like, even if you're a part of the team, you still have to support me. You know, you still had to, you still had to, um, you know, encourage me and still give me feedback and still work with me, you know. But yeah, so many shows have failed and everything when I try to, you know, produce them and stuff. 
but you know it also it do you know let you down but also it just showed you that you had to you know work harder or try harder yeah i agree with uh with you gentlemen honestly um like putting something like you know putting something together and it's make it, it makes you you know especially when it doesn't come to life it makes you want to keep on going and try to push yourself to it um speaking of like putting stuff together and stuff like that so with for the showcase uh i put put it together but i didn't put it together by myself um because when i when when i first when i first came up with the idea i told i told you and i told you and jada and i was i think i think i have i think i have an idea and at first it was like at first it was like because me our things don't come true like it's just that just happens like oh it's just an idea like we think it's gonna come true but it doesn't come true right so i'm like oh yeah i want to come out with the idea i want to do something i want to put something together where people can come together and then that went out the window like a month later i think i said that like november like 2019 maybe i said that then it just went out the window and then because i didn't i wasn't really motivated then it was like the whole you know uh like pandemic thing and i came with the idea again first thing that happened was actually i actually found the venue they just popped up on my timeline type of thing and um it came to my timeline i was like oh let me look at this venue i saw the price of it i said this event could actually come together and then i told i told uh i told uh one more person about it which was mike doe which has just joined the call so what's up mike how you feeling? I see that you got hey. your ice cold. How y'all doing? We're just up. So the whole fleet showcase staff is in the building, um, which yes. is literally, literally all three of my closest friends, like, and like literally in a row. So, what? Like, I'm actually excited about all three of y'all being here at one time. Um, it's so many creative big heads in the room especially jade is looking at it right now but uh i see a hoodie i see tight braids and i see a do-rag so we you know we lit yeah so mike you just joined so we was uh getting into you know how mental health affects relationships um what what is your standpoint on that um not relationships as in uh you know, just boyfriend and girlfriend, but family relationships, uh, friendship relationships, stuff like that. So what is your what is your uh, standpoint? What do you think about that? I feel like rela relationships. It's it takes a big. It could take a big toll on somebody, and it could like create even uh, an impact that's negative or positive. For example, me and Cortez, we've been friends for over five years. When he got some business business uh, decision that he want to make, and he asked me, "Do I want to accompany accompany him with it?" I'm already with it with him. So, I mean, that's a positive impact. And then you got negative impacts. Oh, not really enough need to be said on that. Yeah, but, we don't got any examples. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and you talking about relationships like with family? You mean, uh, personally with me? Not, I mean, not all family have good relationships, but I feel like every family member should have a good relationship because one thing that you got first is your family. 
one thing you got first. Before I feel like before friends, anything come and all that, your family should be first. Well, of course, God should be first, but your family should be first. Mm-hmm. And 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 if you deal with a relationship, for anybody who's not religious, you mean anybody who's religious, God, your, your uh, highest praise should definitely be your first uh, relationship. Without her, me, you won't be able to go. You won't be able to go through a lot. You know, I'm just saying. Mm. That's how I feel towards relationships. Oh, you better chill. You gonna be Come on today. now. In the Sunday morning. Today, yes, that's okay. Well, I I want to feedback off what you said about the um the friendships and the family, how family comes first. First thing, right, is I can't. I had you know I had family first, and then I had friends, but most of my friends became family because they were just that. They were they had that much effect on me that I'm like, we're not friends no more. Like we're like this is a family. Like how I could just come to like one of y'all. And then we could just have a full blown conversation, and it just just conversation after conversation. Like, and I come to you about any single thing, and then you know we'll just have a talk about it. And after that conversation, most things would be fixed. And that's just what like I would never ever pick a random person to to help me with my dreams. I had to. I really had to pick, and it wasn't even a hard choice. Honestly, I picked three people. It was like fast because I was it wasn't hard because I knew I I know the difference between family, friends, and associates. And then people that just hate on you. Because you could tell people to just hate you could just tell. But and I knew I had to pick three people I trust to the fullest with everything. Like and that was y'all. Don't Jada, don't get hyped. That was y'all. So um yeah. What you gonna say Jada? <laughs> Yeah, I agree with uh, Mike and Cortez, but thinking from like a different perspective, everybody don't is are not blessed to say that they have like an actual family that they can like spend holidays with and like wake up and just like be surrounded by that type of love. Because even though blood is thicker than water, you know, you can you have a family that you can't choose and you have a chosen family. So the people that are in your corner, like supporting you through everything, those are the people that like really are your family no matter like I don't know how to explain it there's people in your family who are just family by blood but they don't support you they don't really put love out there for you you know what I mean so it's like two separate types of perspectives if y'all get what I'm saying No, I definitely agree with that. Like a lot of people don't even realize how much of an impact they are on you and your emotions. Like, you know, people may think like, oh, this is crazy or girl, you crazy or I don't know if this is going to work. They don't know like words speak power. And it's like for some people, the moment that they hear this is crazy, they think, oh, let me not do this then because I don't I don't know what everybody else is gonna think, right? Or and then, but then like for you to say, you know what, this is cool. I think um, if you start here, it'll end up here one day. How how much more can you do for a person saying that than I don't know? You know? Guys, how many times have you found yourself? stuck in a negative situation because you've been told you're the problem. Woo! 
Lord. Jesus is a fire. Uh, you know, I knew. I'm going to let Jada talk because it looked like she had something to say. <laughs> okay, we'll go around the room. <laughs> well, I'm in 12th grade now. So since I've met certain people in my life, I've been blamed for like a lot, a lot of negativity. But I'm not a negative person. Recently, I've been focused on like spirituality and like good energy and positivity and stuff. But, and I feel like I've grown a lot. Like Cortez and Jamir, they can both vouch for me that like I've grown as a person and like I learned how to handle situations better. But I wouldn't say I was ever a negative person or a negative, like anything, to be honest. I just didn't know how to portray myself in a certain way. And I didn't know how to give out positivity. You know what I mean? But after reevaluating myself and like changing the people I had around me in my circle, it just bettered me. Okay, I'll go next. Um, mm, yeah, definitely. Like I've been, yeah, it's I've been in negative situations that got blamed for something, and it messed with me mentally. It made me think that I was really the problem. And it really, it really made me a different person. Like it like when that happens, you come out as a different person. And I hear that all the time from like, you know, my close friends. But, you know, I hear it. So I just know that when you're in a, like a negative situation and you come out of that negative situation, first of all, that's a blessing at that point, right? And then when you surround yourself with the people that care most about you, that's even a more blessing because you're going to come out. You might come out, you know, a little, a little bad, but they will really lift you up in so many ways that you'll become like so much happier, feel so much better about yourself. And like really look back at those no situations that you were in and like, how did I get there? Like, how was I in those situations? I like you look back and just like oh, wow, like you look back in disbelief, and like Jada said, you know when you really surround yourself and make your, uh, you got to change your circle around. From from ninth to twelfth, I tell I would tell everybody change your circle, because it could be you know I like I said before, um, is my quote because I, I took it from somebody, but I'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies, because of his word. I don't want every, I don't want a hundred friends, but the only worth one cent when I can have four friends that's worth 25 cents. Like I want the ones that's worth more to me and my, my knowledge and everything like that. So. Yes. Come on with the words, guys. How, how about you, Jamir, Mike? Um, me, I'm personally like blessed with, of. Uh, a family, supportive family, like a a homey family. So not necessarily family. And me, I choose my friendship wisely also. But like the relationship aspect, I feel like it been times where see me, I'm such a genuine, sweet person. So you know when you genuine and sweet, it's easy to get taken advantage of. But I don't look at it as a negative. Like I look back at it now, I was like clay. I'll just be molded to who I am now. You know, I take dumb experiences and then I know how to, you know, handle it better if it comes up again or 
you know, I know my worth now because you showed me that I wasn't, you know, I mean, you showed me that you didn't see me how I see myself as I do now. You know, the experiences just mold you into like who you are and just better you. So I'm not necessarily no regret or anything. I just, you know, look at it as a blessing that I experienced it. So now moving forward, I can be better in situations where I present myself to them. I know that's right. Yeah, definitely. Um, so with that being said, you know, this, uh, I have a question for Mike. It's not even a question. It's really like a more of a statement. Um, Mike, as long as I've, I've known you, just like third, fourth grade, right? Uh, like uh, Jada and Jamir, um, they was talking about how they've uh, like changed, right? Mike, how have you changed? You know, cause me and you, we, well, you know, we graduated eighth grade, but we we got back at 12. So I really don't know, but how have you changed from, from middle school to the end of high school right now? How has you, how have you changed? And not just changed broadly, but like with you in uh, like relationships and, you with different like people and stuff like that. Well, from middle school to uh to now, I I've, I'm gonna be honest. I feel like I made a, a lot of mistakes from judging other judging other from other moments I had, but I also feel like I had that all came out to be the uh, make me the man I am now today. Though, for example. When I was in sixth grade and all that, I, I, I lost my grandma and all that. And I let that affect my relationships, my my person my personal self, and all that. And when I got to high school, it's like I, I was the still the the uh the you know the, the great student I was Cortez, I was as uh, academically, but towards 10th grade, I let I let trying to be who I wasn't get get the best of me. And I started declining and every my grades and everything, I started declining. And I, and I was just thinking to myself, this is not who I am. This is this is this is anger. This is not who my this is not who my grandma would want me to be. So as towards 11th grade, I would I would I would fix myself. I still it's I still be in the, in the decline, but I would I would personally work on myself. I would write to myself. I start I start writing the music down. And I feel like I feel like once I got to 12th grade and I realized like this is this is a big year for me. This is going this really determines the next stage of my life. I uh I, I shape things up. I still I still have things to work with, but like this, I'm a, I feel like I'm not even living in a life no more. I feel like my life, I don't have a life, I'm living in an adventure. That's what I feel like. I remember you text that to me. That was something deep. Yo. I, you know, I, I didn't even respond to it. I had to really think about that. Like, whoa. Because like, it, it was the one that you said, I'm not living in life anymore. I had to read it again. I'm like, what? Did you text me about the adventure? I was like, wow. Like, that's just different. Yeah. That's kind of like the scripture that I've been like tripping upon um, the last week. Um, I was re I was listening to a sermon and it was based on Paul and Corinthians and he was just talking about how he had this thorn in his side and um, the preacher just um, turned the word thorn into an acronym um, 
I'm gonna try to remember it. So the T was for temptations, the H was for hardship, the O was for um, opposition, the R was for rejection, and the N was for needs. And he was just saying like, I have this thorn in my side and it's frustrating me. I can't get rid of it no matter how many times I pray, no matter what I do, I just can't get rid of it. And it was to the point where he just kind of had to turn around and shake the hand of frustration and just say, Lord, um, take this frustration and turn it into greatness. And I felt like that's what you kind of did when you said, you know, this is anger. I'm trying to be somebody I'm not. This is who I'm, this is who I really am. So I wanted to touch on the part where you're talking about the thorn and, you know, shaking hands, you know, with frustration. So it reminded me of this poem that I wrote. Well, it's kind of a poem, but it's kind of not a poem, just words. I could read it if you would like, if y'all would like. Yes, please. So basically it says, I'm a fighter. No matter how tough things get, I know I'm a fight. I will, I will be lying if I said I wish I wasn't going through this, but I wasn't. But if I wasn't, who knows the type of person I would be today? I know I would wouldn't be as strong as I am. No one is perfect, but we got, but what people don't understand is we shouldn't deny our imperfections or run from them. We should embrace them, really understand who we are and qualities that makes us us. Everything is for a reason, not to break you, but to challenge you. Challenges are supposed to be a learning experience, a growing experience. Sensitivity is a major quality in my life that I always wanted to run from. But I didn't realize being sensitive make me out so outspoken and honest, be the best you, not by just accepting and professions, but reshaping them. Can we get some snaps going? Yes, that was beautiful. Yes, that was really beautiful. Was that a freestyle poem or what, what type of, um, did you use? Oh, it wasn't really skilled. I just wrote what was going in my head. I just wrote it all down. I literally wrote it in like two minutes. So I wasn't no thinking. I just wrote what just came to my head. That's just, that's talent right there. And it's, it just like when me listening to that poem, you know, it really, cause like, you know, you know, I know you and it's just like, dang, like the way how you summed it up in one poem about you and how you know, being sensitive is actually a good thing for you because if if you wasn't sensitive, I feel like I wouldn't be told the things that I'm told when nobody else would tell me. You know, like you're the person that would tell me if I'm wrong when I don't want to be told I'm wrong about things that I do, which is one of the like one of one of almost all of the reasons um, that you know that we're so close. So it's just like. Thing, the way you summed it up is like something different. I definitely appreciate you. I don't like you like that though, but I appreciate you. He's been trying it the whole show, y'all. <laughs> Jada. <laughs> I have a question. Go ahead. All right. So, um, is it? I really want to get your opinion on this. Um, cause somebody's telling telling me about this, right? So what is your, so I was hearing Michael like way back into the podcast. He was talking about, you know, how he's about to start this new journey in life after high school and stuff like that. And I want to get y'all opinions on it because literally we are, we are all in 12th grade. So I definitely want to get your opinion on what, like what's your opinion on new life after high school? 
Like, do you want to stay with the same, like, do you want to stay with the same friends? Do you want to stay with, like, do you want to still keep in contact with the same, you know, girlfriend or boyfriend that you had? Do you, like, what's, what's your opinion on a new life? Do you want to just start a brand new life or do you want to kind of be into the same life? Especially a good question, be really Philly. So we can start with Mike. I feel like uh, I would, I wouldn't want to totally start a new life, but I feel like the ones who left a positive, who, who leave a positive impact on me, those are the ones who should be coming into my new life with me. As far as like, because after uh after high school, I plan on going to college. I, I plan on keeping in contact with everybody that everybody I talk to that's like positive. For example, uh, Jada Cortez and and John Merrick, boom. I want to keep y'all in, in contact with me because I mean y'all help y'all help me rise. Y'all help me rise. I wanna I wanna keep other friends I have, but all the negative, all the negative impact, I'm a grown, I'm a grown-up. I don't need that. That's it. Well, I graduated in 2010, guys. <laughs> Um, when I was finished high school, all of us even, we were like, um, we're not going to go to certain colleges because we're not trying to go to a 13th grade. Um, none of us wanted to be around anybody that we knew in high school at all. We just wanted to be separate, find new people. Um, but then the funny thing is, is that we all found each other again um, during college, like, because we all just wanted to talk about what is college like for you? Uh, what are you doing now? How are your grades? Like, do you even like it? Is it for you? Like, uh, we all wanted to talk about what was going on on the different campuses. So even though we all did everything in our power to be separated from one another, we all found our way back because it was like, that's who you knew. That's who you know. Um, you spent every day with them, classes. So it was like, yeah. Yeah, for for me, um, life after high school is really like right now. It's kind of complicated for me because I don't know what like I don't know what I want to do. And like you said to me before, uh, Talis, you said that going to college the first year is you know is not a must. It's like overrated type of thing. Like me, I don't even know if I want to go to college, which is not a bad thing because people are so successful without going to college. Uh, Mr. Bill Gates is like third paid man and like he's the third richest man in america in the world actually so like you don't have to go to college and like i like been like middle school and elementary school they don't teach you that they teach you high school college which is something that i feel like you know they they do help you with going to college but i feel like they all they said they make it as though that you have to go to college or you are you know less or something like that like who wants to pay to go to school like is so much like thousands of dollars when you could be investing that into something for yourself as like you know for example jamir what like he could just be with all those thousands of dollars that he would pay for school he could just buy camera equipment and become better and make more money off of that and then he could you know use that money for being um like a, a director 
and then he could direct his own shows, get money off of that, put it on Netflix, and go make some Tyler Perry Studios. Like, why would you pay for money going to school and then you still got to go through all the 13, 14, 15th grade, 16th grade? And I just feel like it's definitely like, you know, I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, some of my friends are going to cause some of my friends aren't, but I'm still supportive in every way. But don't ask me for no money because I'm not giving it for no college because that's just, I'm not giving nobody's no money for no college. But go ahead, Jammer. Um, I agree with you, but I also disagree with you in a little sense. I feel like college is not a bad choice for everyone. Like, it depends on what you want to do with your life. And then I feel like that's how you choose whether college is for you or for isn't for you. Because, like, say you want to be a doctor, lawyer, you know, social worker. I feel like college is for you. I feel like that's the best outlet for you. You know, I feel like it all depends on what you want to do. And like, me personally, um, I never was fantasized by the idea of college. I just never felt the urge to go so like I've been struggling with like you know telling people that or you know trying to explain myself because you know college is always made up to be this big fancy you know idea that you have to go there and once you go there you're going to be successful that's the only way you can live that's the only way you can survive but you know I looked at different you know, they don't give you the different resources for something outside of college. But I did my own research, and that's why I'm decided instead of going to college, I'm going to get my real estate license and then become a real estate agent. So I just feel like it depends on what you want to do in life and what type of what kind of lifestyle you want to live. Because not everybody' lifestyle is how they want to be. Because some people might want to be rich, making millions. While some people want to just be living stable, only making, you know, $70,000 a year. Like, some people's lifestyles are different. It depends on, like, who you want to be and the way you want to live. I could piggyback off of that. Um, be experiencing college myself um, and seeing, like, there, I have a degree. I do have a degree. I have my associate's degree. I did not finish the four-year college because, like I said, in the first half of this podcast I was more into myself trying to find myself once I got to school um, I wanted to be a psychiatrist but once I started taking the classes I was like finding out little things about myself and things that I had gone through and it was messing me up and I was like smoking weed and you know drinking and popping pills and doing all of that so I kind of got distracted from what I was supposed to be doing in school and by the time that I got into my books and now down, it was too late. Um, so I had to go to school online. I just got my associate degree in 2019 um, when I was pregnant with my son. I would um, definitely agree with Jamir. Like when you go to school, make sure you know exactly what you're there for. Make sure that you are mentally stable. You're not there trying to find, find yourself before you go to college, okay? Because those classes will trip you out. I'm telling you, like, even sitting when I wanted to be a teacher, sitting in there for my education courses and hearing everything that teachers go through, I was like, oh, no, I don't think I want to be a teacher. Let me change my major. And you hear a lot of people changing their majors over and over and over and over again. It's because they're trying to find themselves. So, um, like, if you want to be a director, it, go to film school. Like, 
get your degree in that. So that way, when you are out there directing films and writing scripts and um, doing things like that, they could say, oh, he has a degree in this. He's a little bit more, um, what's the word? He has credibility um, because he went to school for this. So I would say, I would say that, like go to school for exactly what it is you want to do. Yeah, I can totally agree. Um, to tie back to what Cortez had asked earlier, like about friendships and the people in my life now, I definitely, like the closest people that I have now, I want to take them with me for the rest of my life, not just the next step, just forever. Because like, I know having those type of people will really get me like through the hardest times, even though I've been through a lot of stuff already. And for college and after high school, since I was younger, I could never stick to one thing. Like I said earlier, I always wanted to do track and then it was singing, then it was dancing, gymnastics. I just can't stick to one thing. And my family would get so mad at me because like they paying for all this different stuff, but I just can't choose. So when I graduate, I want to go to college for psychology because like I like helping people and like listening and giving advice. But also I want to go to a trade school so I can learn about different trades so I won't have to pay somebody else and have my own business and stay with the music. I just want to do everything on top of everything. But you got to start with the small stuff first and work, work your way up. And a quote that my dad always taught me was, believe half what you see, none of what you hear, and all that you can prove and measure for yourself. So I just take that with me every day and apply it to my everyday life. So yeah, hopefully after we graduate, everything is just better. And we really get to understand who we are. Because you got to live life. You can't just automatically think, I'm going to be this person. You got to go through the courses first to understand yourself and the people around you. So. I definitely agree. Um, before we close out, um, I don't have a question. I just have, you know, shout outs to go through. And I'm going to go to Mike first. Um, so shout out to Mike for, you know, being near since, you know, fourth, fifth grade, you know, and still sticking sticking by us. Like, I, I think, you know, I'm since fourth grade, literally, that's my only friend I talked to, you know, since fourth grade. Um, and, you know, you've been, you know, he's been, he's been supporting everything I've been through and done. So shout out to you, Mike, for that one. Um, shout out to Jada for, you know, every time I call on her, you know, she always, you know, looking out, but then cursing me out at the same time which don't make no sense, but still caring about me. So shout out to you and, you know, you know, keep keep pushing in your singing career because I feel like it's definitely going to go somewhere. Like, you know, I said, you know, I usually say you can't sing, but I know you can sing, kind of. Um, so keep pushing out there and make sure you feature Mike on something because, you know, Mike can sing. Don't play Mike. So, oh, wow. I can't so, wait. <laughs> so keep pushing out there and... Um, and I, I want to know what your first performance is going to be. So uh, shout out to you for that one. Keep pushing and keep, uh, you know, nervous and make sure you go out there and chase your dreams. And then to Jamir, uh, you know, keep working, um, keep being the best you, which is just you. Um, you know, keep doing what you got to do, photography, videography. Don't give up on your dreams um, and don't care what anybody thinks, um, you know, and continue to be 
you know, the brother that you are. And then shout out to Talis for making this podcast here, uh, the Bring Knowledge Podcast, because we just brought some knowledge. Um, yeah. We, we just brought it to you with three of the most creative, amazing people uh, that you will ever think. Um, our next episode is going to is going to be crazy. So make sure y'all stay tuned to the Bring yeah. Knowledge um so we're just gonna uh you know go around and if y'all have any final words to say um uh, where you know where they can find you at where they can uh hear you singing at uh jada where they can find your uh, photography page and mike you too so uh we can start with jada to close out oh wait i want to say one more thing before you guys go i want to thank you all too for coming on um, you know, we're all up and coming. So this is great. I want to also say that you all have personalities and outlooks that exude and radiate your crafts. And I wish you all the best in your careers and in your college journeys, adventures. Um, I think you all are going to go really, really far. And thank you again. Jada, where can they find you at on social media? So my Instagram is jada dot underscore dot baby with three Ys. Like that's my nickname since I was younger. So y'all can follow me there. And all my other like my YouTube, I'm about to start that up. It's just Jada Davila, B A V I L A. So yeah, thank you guys for having me. It was so much fun. Yes, thank you. How about you, Mike? I uh, I'm available on, on Instagram at d underscore Mike. The D means diversity. Woo! Okay. Yo, he came with a word today. Come on. Come on, Jamir. Where can they find you at? Um, my photography page is Jamir Photography One, J A H M I R Photography One. That's yeah. All right. And you can find uh, me at philly.showcase. Uh, P-H-I-L-L-Y dot S-H-O-W-C-A-S-E um, and you can also look at our website www.thephillyshowcase.com and you could, um, I think it's actually yeah I think there'll be more tickets on sale by probably next week so if y'all y'all can y'all can check out the website to see um, so yeah because I know a lot of people that still want tickets to that show guys you can find me on letr.found on Instagram and also bring knowledge we are just bring knowledge on Instagram as well um thank you all for stepping up to the mic yes and you can catch all five of us on February 13th at 6 p.m at the Ukrainian League of Philadelphia Thank y'all for tuning into the Bring Knowledge Podcast, where everybody has stepped to the mic and brought some knowledge. Thank y'all to the three guests that we had on today. Um, y'all really inspired a lot of people today. So thank y'all for coming to the Bring Knowledge Podcast. Yay! Those guns, just so we can be some shooting stars in the nighttime. Just like I'm home yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember when my heart was so cold